Welcome. This is Talking QBs with Coach Keys, a podcast dedicated to the Canadian quarterback and offensive football. And today, on my 50th episode, I have the new staff for Unmatched Football Academy, offensive co-coordinator at Oak Park High School, Mr. Eric Ewan, head varsity football coach at Vincent Massey, Mr. Chris Blagden, and head coach at Vincent Massey's JV program, Mr. Chris Johnson. Thank you, gents, for being on. Thanks for having us. Uh, thank you. Pleasure. All right, guys, we got uh, an exciting episode here for the 50th. Big announcement coming our way. But first, I think just to start off, obviously, Coach Ewan, Coach Johnson, you guys have been on the show before. Uh, Coach Blagden, you're new to the show. We're going to talk about a little bit of our coaching backgrounds just to kind of let our audience know who we are and what we're all about. So, uh, Coach Johnson, I'll start with you. Can you give us a little rundown on your coaching background up to date? Well, from a coaching perspective, I, I got into coaching as soon as I was done playing. Basically, like I can say that coaching was a fantastic bridge for me to move away from playing the game uh, into working with athletes and, and trying to help them develop their own football skills and kind of advance their football careers. So I started off coaching at the minor level uh, with the Charles Broncos, and then I moved into coaching high school football with the Oak Park Raiders. And then I kind of continued my high school coaching journey. I moved over to Churchill High School and then to Vincent Massey High School. It's been, I guess, uh, 22 years of coaching so far, and uh, I've been loving every minute of it. It's been it's been a great journey, and I absolutely enjoy, you know, taking the field every spring and every fall with the kids, and you know, helping them learn and helping them get better. Absolutely, you put in a lot of a lot of time yourself, dedicated to the programs. You've helped build new programs out in the Interlake where you live. And uh, done a lot of great things. So uh, that's awesome. Coach Ewan, can you talk a little bit about your coaching background? When did you get into coaching? I got into coaching in 2006. I was kind of rehabbing a, a knee injury that I had in my uh, junior of high school and kind of got into coaching a little bit early, uh, helping out with Oak Park's second team at the time when I was kind of getting ready to get back and playing. And then after high school, I, you know, it was a, again a transition for me to stay in as a coach. It kind of kept me in the game a bit. From there, been coaching at Oak Park for a while with their junior varsity teams or their second team, and then went to Matthew to help out in development in their junior varsity programs, and then spent a year, a couple of years of their varsity program, and then out in the Interlake for a year, and then uh, back at Vincent Massey again, and then helped you out there in, uh, at the junior program with the rifles, and then helping you again at, at Oak Park again. So Collectively, it's been about 15 years of coaching. I've been, you know, coaching in the minor level to high school and uh, junior football. So it's been kind of just a, a constant, steady set of coaching levels for me that I've gone through. And uh, it's always been a, a key trait is to be a good developer of players. And that's kind of the big thing that I want to stress is in here for development and improvement of these athletes that we coach. All of us individually have spent time also with the provincial team and kind of worked with Team Manitoba as well bringing a lot of knowledge. Coach Blagden as well last year on staff as the receiver coach and special teams coordinator with U16. So Coach Blagden, I'll turn it over to you. You're now the new head coach at Vincent Massey for the varsity team. You're running the program. Talk a little bit about your coaching background and kind of when did you, when did you first get into coaching? So I got into coaching just like everyone else, kind of as soon as my playing days were done. I love the sport so much. I, I needed to be involved in some way or another. So immediately started coaching. Um, pretty much right after I graduated high school at uh, JV, started off as assistant receivers coach and 
eventually I got the position myself. And then eventually that transitioned into special teams, assistant head coach, receiver coach there. And then um, this past spring, I kind of took over as a program coordinator for Vincent Massey. And uh, this upcoming season, I'm going to be the head coach for the varsity team over at Vincent Massey. I'm a teacher by trade. So the development, the working with young athletes, um, it's kind of something I'd love to do personally. So coaching was an easy fit for me and it's my job and it's also my passion. So all the extra football stuff I get to do, provincial team, like you said as well, all that extra stuff is anything I can do to, from the basics all the way to the super nitpicky, complicated, little technical things for those more advanced athletes is I kind of nerd out a little bit on stuff like that when I'm coaching and um, so I'm very passionate about it. So. All of us have also worked with me, for me, at Big Air Academy when I was running workouts there. Coach Blagan took a big role on coaching receivers for a number of years. Coach Johnston, you were sort of my pseudo-business manager and helped me kind of with all the things behind the scenes. Coach Ewan helping with quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, kind of wherever was needed. Um, so I really appreciate that. And that's kind of why we're on here today because uh, I've been alluding to it onto the podcast a little bit here and there. But uh, we've decided to kind of rebrand Big Air and, and do something a little bit different. So I'm going to turn it over to Coach Blagden just to talk about our announcement today, unveiling Unmatched Football Academy. Go ahead, Coach. As Coach Gee said here, we're going to be kicking off a brand new kind of business, building off of what's been done with Big Air, but bigger, better, uh, more positions, and just more overall general training for the offensive side of the football. Each one of us is going to be taking on one of the main positions on offense. Coach Keys with the quarterbacks, Coach Johnson with the linemen, Coach Ewan with the running backs, and myself with receivers to help develop those players for the next level, whatever that level is, whether it's their community to high school, high school to junior, high school to youth sports, junior to youth sports, wherever they're at. Um, combining our, our coaching experience and our unique knowledge and helping those players develop, whether it's from zero to um, whatever they need to be or whether they have tons of experience taking them to that next level where they're at through a variety of different things we're going to be offering. Uh, we have lots in the works, and we're, we're planning on having a lot of different options, resources, and opportunities for athletes to, to develop. I'd just like to add that we're going to continue with making sure that our atmosphere is always positive. We've got a, a good, natural, organic kind of leadership system with older players that are going to be there to help younger players, guys that were with us at Big Air that want to be with us moving forward, that are going to serve. They're the older guys that have been with us for a while, but they're, they're going to serve as leaders and mentors for those younger players to, uh, you know, really kind of help those guys out. And, and it creates kind of a family atmosphere. So uh, we want to continue with that and expand on that as well. I think I see it as, as an evolution of Big Air Academy. I think that you've worked really hard over the past number of years to create a stable foundation, coaching quarterbacks, coaching receivers. Coach Ewan has worked with running back groups in the past. So this is, uh, I, I just think that this is the necessary step. It's an opportunity for us to work together, the four of us, and create opportunities for athletes to develop their fundamentals. Um, I think that at the end of the day, all four of us are like-minded coaches and we all believe in the fundamentals. We believe that a, a quality fundamental football player is going to be successful, whether it's at the minor level or at the high school level, junior or university level. We also have created a proven format with regards to you know, mentoring 
younger athletes with older athletes, right? Mm -hmm. We have uh, a lot of great older athletes that have come through the big air program and, you know, they've done a fantastic job of, of giving back to the younger athletes. So I think the, the template is there and we're just looking to build on it and make it even better than it already was. Coach Johnson hit it on the head, but I think it's just taking the next step, trying to kind of better ourselves, better the athletes that we're given, um, trying to improve their development and just give them the opportunity to get the best resources from us, from our coaches, from our development team to kind of just provide the best ability and the best opportunity for these these young athletes for their upcoming tackle seasons. I think stressing more of individual offensive positions now, including more running backs, the offensive line, trying to get more skill development out of those guys uh, that when we had big air was just more of a relative passing academy. Mm -hmm. And now we're trying to stress the fundamentals of, our, of the run game included in this and, and getting that opportunity to, to work with those athletes so that we can get a better overall offense than just the passing game, but trying to improve skill development in terms of the, the pass and the run game. And one of the things that you just said that I think is really important that we need to touch on to cap off the quarter here is uh, the, the element about getting players ready for tackle football. These, these camps that we're running, their skill development, their fundamentals, but we're working with players to get them ready to play their tackle football season. Spring camp's coming up right away for everybody in high school. That's what we're working towards. So I think that's a big point in what we're doing. So people don't kind of get confused with kind of our philosophy and what we're about. But we're about getting you ready for tackle football. Back at it for second quarter action with Coach Gies, Coach Eric Ewan, Coach Chris Blagden, and Coach Chris Johnston. Part of what we're doing, obviously, is we're working towards a camp. We're going to run a spring camp for uh, for UFA, and uh, we're, we're working with some dates right now. We're, our starting date is going to be April 1st. That's solidified. By the time this podcast is out, we should have all of our dates solidified. Um, we're working between two facilities potentially right now. We're just waiting to see if that's going to get ironed out. We're really getting ready to roll. So individually... I want to kind of talk about what you guys plan as core coaches of the program. Obviously, I'm the quarterback coach. I'll talk last. Coach Johnson, do you want to talk about kind of your plans overall for the offensive line and maybe just a philosophical approach to you being a coach and, and now business partner and how you want to attack that with those players? You hit the nail right on the head earlier when, you know, you were emphasizing the fact that our focus is to prepare these young athletes for tackle football. So obviously a huge part of tackle football is the line play and our focus is going to be to tie that into the camp um, big time as we move forward. I think that um, maybe not always, but in, in a large number of the workouts, Coach Ewan and I are going to be working together, bringing the running backs together with the O-line. There's going to be uh, a definite emphasis put on developing the fundamentals for the run game but also developing the fundamentals for pass protection and protecting the quarterback and uh, also developing appropriate fundamentals for protection um, when it comes to play action, things of that nature. So we'll, we'll look at refining the fundamentals of our older athletes, making them better at what they're already probably good at at this point, working with more basic fundamentals with the younger kids, giving them the initial tools in their toolbox to move up in the in the ranks from minor football into the high school level really like i think that the the big thing that's gonna that's gonna separate us from 
what I think a, a lot of other people are doing out there is, you know, taking those fundamentals and implementing them into organized drills mm-hmm. that emphasize the the positive uh, plays that we're going to see these players partaking in with their own teams when they get back out into the field. So team drills associated with play action, team drills associated with run, team drills associated with pass, right? And making sure that we tie all this stuff together so that these kids see the bigger picture. Um, so just starting with a good foundation and then moving our way up so that we kind of build a smarter football player, somebody that's more capable to make their program better when they go back to their high school, they go back to their club minor program when they're finished. Absolutely. I love it. Coach Ewan, do you want to add on to that with uh, coaching the RBs and kind of working with the O-line and, and kind of what that's going to look like, what you're thinking about? Exactly what Coach Johnson kind of uh, stressed out, but stressing, you know, running back fundamentals, for our younger athletes and then polishing our fundamentals and polishing our advanced skills for our, our older athletes, but, but also mirroring the pass and the run game. It's kind of a big thing. We talk about play action stuff, our pass protections, but also putting these guys into game-like situations that are very similar to what they'll experience in their upcoming fall seasons. Uh, it's kind of a big thing is trying to make sure that our simulations, our skill development is very similar to what they'll be accustomed to heading out into their fall seasons, giving them more tools in their toolbox to develop and show in the games. Uh, that's kind of the big thing. And just providing these athletes with the necessary tools to excel and have uh, have a great season coming up. Coach Blagden, you're going to be coaching the receivers and, and holding that down. What, what are your philosophies with coaching the receivers and kind of what do you want to specify and kind of uh, work with your group on an individual basis? We've talked about, we've mentioned it a couple of times. We're here to get players ready for tackle. There's a lot of opportunities for receivers and quarterbacks to go to camps and, and participate in football other than tackle like flag and seven on seven and touch. Um, but all of that doesn't necessarily translate well to the tackle game. There's no linemen involved. Um, there's less defenders, things like that. So this is what we do is get players ready for the tackle season. So a lot of the skills and drills that I go over um, are specific to uh, tackle. So you need to know um, the players, where they're going to be finding zones, all kinds of different skills that may not appear as often in a flag or a touch football game Uh, and it's for me it's about everyone getting something so tailoring it to each individual athlete whether it's the very simple tools for those that are just starting out getting the basics down first or getting to the really nitpicky biomechanical advantages that the older more advanced athletes could use in order to win a rep to win a play that the younger is way past the younger athletes but that's what they're working towards to but the older athletes aren't sitting there going through these basic drills that they've been doing since they're five. They're still getting something out of it because it's a little bit more advanced for them and it's tailored to each individual athlete where you might have done in and out cuts since you were eight years old. But at this next level, you need to start thinking about your very specific foot placement, weight shifts and things like that and getting into very um, minute details that can make the difference for these athletes. So for me, um it's a very tailored approach to each individual athlete it's specifically to working towards the tackle it's not a, we're not a flag we're not getting ready for flag we're not getting ready for seven on seven we're getting ready for tackle so the drills are tailored to 
what would happen if we were in a full-on tackle football game or situations like that. That's awesome. I, I love it. It's the whole education piece, right? We're trying to build the player, uh, give them more knowledge overall. Uh, myself for the quarterback spot, again, that's kind of going to be my approach as well. I've never considered myself to be some quarterback guru. Uh, yeah, I played the position, uh, probably should have been an offensive lineman, but I've been coaching it for over 20 years and it's a passion of mine. I'm going to be stressing some of the new age biomechanics. I really want to attack that from the beginning with the quarterbacks and really work towards getting uh, getting our throwing motion and our feet in the right places and kind of using um, a lot of the new information that's been out there. Um, in the past, I've been more kind of old school in, in terms of how I was taught and kind of tried to blend that all together. Uh, I'm really going to attack the, the new age biomechanics with our quarterbacks and improve their biomechanics. But I, I really like what you said. I mean, obviously, we've all said it about getting guys ready for tackle football. But I just want to touch on the whole, uh, you know, seven on seven and, and touch and flag and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I do see value in in those uh, those games or, or leagues and whatnot that's going on. Obviously, for for quarterbacks and receivers to run around in any capacity and throw the ball is going to be good for the kids. So I, I got no negatives in terms of that, but specifically for the quarterback in terms of seven on seven, I really think it's detrimental to the quarterback in the way that the game is played. Uh, somebody that I follow quite closely, that's a, a quarterback coach mentor in the, uh, in the States that works with a lot of NFL quarterbacks. Quincy Avery just had a post lately talking about kind of the negatives of seven on seven, how it creates bad habits for the quarterback create kind of false confidence in what's going on. So as a quarterback, we really need to stress our feet and our fundamentals. And, and that's always been a high priority of mine. I'm going to really stress that stuff again. As a quarterback, you can't just stand by a tee for seven seconds and, and let a receiver break eight times before he runs his route. Like that's just so unrealistic of how the game is played. I, I do think flag and touch is a little bit more realistic for the quarterback because he's being rushed. And I like that. I think that's a little bit better. But also the field dimensions are different. The gameplay is different. It's more um, maybe American with cover two, and, and we see more cover one, cover three in, in full field tackle football here. So again, the fundamentals need to be stressed about our game, preparing our quarterbacks for what they're going to see in their high school seasons. And we've, we've kind of talked about uh, tailoring our drills. I think kind of my point about not necessarily being some quarterback guru, I think my skill set is really as an offensive coordinator and creating drills that simulate things that the players are potentially going to run. Now, a lot of the stuff that we do in drills is stuff I run in my own offense. It's kind of generic stuff in a sense, but it's new age football. It's working on zone read concepts, working on, you know, potentially throwing a behind the line screen to a receiver coming underneath, uh, working some RPO stuff. Uh, which we will be able to do now with the O-line and running backs, which makes me super excited. I really love thinking about all the RPO drills that we can create and, and really just, again, making it more game-specific for these guys that when they go to their program or when they go to the next level from their program, that they have more knowledge about just the game of football. The quarterbacks have a, a decent idea, kind of a game plan of how they're going to execute a play, maybe that their coach doesn't necessarily tell them how to run it, you know. A lot of times coaches design plays and, and the quarterbacks kind of got to figure it out. Well, my hope is that I'm giving them the foundation that they can be like, okay, I've done so, something similar uh, with Coach Gies at, at Unmatched and, and this is kind of how I'm going to run this play so I can get myself in a good situation. So I really think that's the important thing. Again, stressing tackle football, making our drill specific, 
to real football elements, real offensive elements. I think that that is the difference between what we do and what we're going to do than, than what you see with the average camp. Um, and I'm really, really excited about all of that. Back at it for third quarter action with Coach Gies, Coach Chris Blagden, Coach Chris Johnston, and Eric Ewan. What I want to do this quarter is I want to get into kind of each of our roles within the business. We spent a lot of time, a lot of meetings. Uh, we exhausted uh, a lot of time kind of putting things together, planning, and making sure that we had a good business foundation and, and what we wanted to do and kind of figuring out what each of us was kind of best skilled for and, and kind of the areas that we are most interested in and tried to uh, try to blend it. Obviously, we're, we're a group of four and we're going to work together as a group of four, but each of us have some significant roles uh, individually that we're kind of going to take on ourselves and, and get help from others. Um, so I kind of want to get into that stuff. So I think uh, Chris Johnson, we'll start with you. And then can you talk about your roles within uh, Unmatched Football Academy? So my role within Unmatched Football Academy, other than being a coach, is going to be to take care of the finances for the business and also to uh, to handle registration. Basically, I, I have a, a business background. So, you know, obviously that's an area where, you know, I, I have some strengths and some experience. So I'm going to take on those roles and make sure that, uh, I guess, everything runs smoothly behind the scenes is probably the best way of putting it. I'm going to be very happy with that, that I no longer have to handle some of those things. Coach Blagden, do you want to talk about your roles within the program and what you intend to do? Right off the bat, I'll be in charge of social media branding kind of things, logos, um, posting all of our workouts, things like that. Um, obviously, it's going to be super important that if you're interested in working with us, that you're following our, our social medias. We're unmatched FA. I was able to get that handle on all the social media. So if you're looking for us, that's the best way. It's going to be the best way to reach out for us to us for the time being. Um, we'll be posting all of our updates. So once we have that camp, finalized we have our first date but once we have all those other dates figured out we'll be posting on there we'll be posting our links to register and all of that stuff um, so i'll be primarily doing some social media other than my coaching and there's some things in the works for the future um, i love the weight room i love developing that way so there's room to grow into training in terms of the weight room and getting stronger as well as speed I find all that stuff fascinating. I have a little bit of a background in that kind of training as well, away from the football field that can help uh, push our athletes to the next level. And I'll also be um, in charge of taking care of our website too once we get that up and running and fully functional. That's going to be huge for our players, especially in, in terms of the speed and strength element that you're going to provide as uh, alternative services. Um, so that, that's going to be fantastic for all of the all the registrants through Unmatched Football Academy that they'll be able to you know take part in those workouts when when you decide to run them uh, probably in the summertime. I know that that's kind of your plan. Coach Ewan, can you talk about your role within uh, Unmatched and and kind of what you foresee yourself doing? I'm heading up our uh, player and coach development. So from the player perspective, just trying to get the most out of our athletes, uh, kind of monitoring their development throughout the camps, trying to get the most out of our camps for our players, as well as uh, just providing the necessary feedback for a lot of our athletes. I do have a minor a tad bit in scouting, so it kind of helps with the development of our players and trying to 
provide the necessary uh, skills, skill development for their improvement for the upcoming tackle season. And then from the coach perspective of our development phase is to provide a resource and tools for our coaches in terms of play design, skill development, uh, scouting and breaking down game film, uh, mostly just trying to help coaches with another tool in terms of adding more of an offensive background in terms of, you know, creating plays, uh, putting your best athletes in a good spot and um, just trying to overall help our coaches kind of help other coaches uh, develop and really understand the game a little bit more because we find there's a lot more film and a lot more breakdown on 11 man football. Now we're trying to, you know, customize our coaching clinics potentially to the Canadian game allowing us to kind of develop more of the Canadian game for coaches and show more of an offensive background for the Canadian game. I love it coach. And I'm going to help you along the way with that. Really excited about that and what we're going to be able to bring uh, to the community. Uh, For myself, I'm going to be the head of football operations, the on field kind of head coach, pseudo head coach, and, and kind of continue with that role that I had at big air with that. I'm going to be designing our workouts uh, kind of planning how we're going to run our camps, uh, what's you know each workout going to be focused on, that sort of thing, and and making sure that we have you know all the equipment we need at practice, and everybody has what they what they need. Assistant coaches on hand, and, and then just basically uh, making sure that at the same time as I'm coaching the quarterbacks, that I'm running the practice and keeping us on schedule, providing again a good structured workout for everybody uh, that's safe, that's fun. Uh, and everybody's getting something out of it, us coaches as well. So I'm super excited about that. I, I think all of us have roles that we're, we're well suited for. Again, we're going to help each other behind the scenes here and there where we need to, but uh, but I'm really confident in the four of us to, to really attack this and, and provide a great service for our community and the players and the coaches that are going to be involved. Back at it with fourth quarter action with Coach Geese. So, ladies and gentlemen, this fourth quarter I'm going to record on my own. And I've got a few things that I'm going to address. To start with, there's a few things that me and the coaches had kind of left out in our conversation earlier. And the first thing being that um, we're in the process of getting sanctioned by Football Manitoba. So, we're meeting with Bill Johnson this week and trying to iron that out so that all of our players have insurance and they're covered if they get injured and uh, we're taking care of them and have the best interest for them. So that's the first thing. So that's a process and uh, we're in the, that's in the works. So just so everybody's aware of that, a couple things that were not at unmatched football Academy, I, I guess number one is that we're not a recruiting service. And what I mean by that is that we're not actively trying to get you recruited to go to the next level. I will say that on a regular basis, I speak to, U Sport and CJFL coaches almost every day or every week. And there's a number of players, you know, that I've helped in the past get to different programs, get to spring camps and that sort of thing to be able to show your stuff. So it's not a matter of us not wanting to help you, but that's not really part of our business structure. I still do it indirectly. I am a resource for all players out there that want to go to the next level that are interested in playing either U Sport or CJFL. We also have a player right now, Ethan Snurch, that's playing in the States at Mayville, playing NAIA football. That's another resource we have. So 
you can absolutely get in touch with me and, and we can send your film out and kind of do all those things. But that's really not part of the unmatched umbrella. That'll be an indirect um, relationship that a player can use to benefit themselves down the road. So I just want to get that out there and make that clear. We're not a seven on 17. It's not something that we're looking at in this calendar year. We have talked about in the future, potentially putting together a team to go travel to play in Grand Forks or somewhere close. It's not a huge thing for us. It's not something that we're kind of putting at the forefront, not to say that we'll never do it. But um, I, I said earlier on the podcast, I'm not a huge fan of the game of seven on seven. I don't think it's very good for the quarterback. And uh, unless my beliefs change in that regard, I, I don't see us kind of going down that road. So I just wanted to get those things out there. So that kind of concludes all the information we have right now with Unmatched. Again, we're working on some dates, solidifying everything. It'll be out when this podcast comes out. Um, so stay tuned to that, players, and stay tuned to our social media because that's where all the information will be displayed. Obviously, with Unmatched being a new a new company and being a, a rebrand of Big Air, that means that Big Air is no longer. And um, Big Air has been in business for six years. It was my sole proprietor business and it's been awesome um i want to thank all the players and coaches that participated in the camps throughout these six years i want to thank everybody behind the scenes that helped me run the camps the relationships i've been able to make with players different coaches that i work with universities to connect players to even the family relationships a number of families that have you know grown close to over the years of coaching their sons or their boys and um it's been tremendous. It's been a lot of fun. It's been enjoyable. I think we've done a really good job. I'm most proud of our efforts during the pandemic. We did it right. Um, we didn't have any issues. We didn't have any um, sanctions against us. We didn't have bylaw officers show up to our workouts to shut us down, to give us fines like other businesses did. Um, we did it the right way. We took care of the players. We made sure that their safety was at the forefront, we followed the guidelines by our province. We followed the guidelines by our governing body, Football Manitoba. And that, you know, in terms of, of our relationship with Football Manitoba, we will continue with that. We want to work with people. We want to work with our governing body. We want to work with the programs in the city. That's another thing I've made connections with a number of high school coaches that have benefited us, um, getting their players in camps and, and working with more players across the city. We want to continue with that. Our, our objective is to work with as many coaches and players as we can across the province of Manitoba to benefit the player on an individual basis. Also benefit your program uh, that you're running as a high school coach or a community coach. So many players have gone on that have participated in Big Air to the next level. Uh, a number that are at U Sport right now. Uh, a number that are playing in the Canadian Junior Football League, whether it be here in Winnipeg for the Rifles or out in BC. In fact, I think more than half of the teams in BC right now have a big air participant as a, one of their quarterbacks on their rosters. So that's pretty cool. I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, I'm proud of the guys for for having the ability to get that far. But again, it's it's these are the relationships that we've built over the years, and and we want to continue with that and, and keep going with that. Big Air is being kind of put to bed, and uh, I'm good with that. Uh, I've worked hard at it, and it's time to rebrand and bring in some new people and, and take this to a, a different level, and that's kind of my intention. The people that I'm in business with, 
Coach Blyden, Coach Johnston, Coach Ewan, these guys are all tremendous football coaches on an individual basis. They're all people that I've worked with in the past, and they're even better friends of mine. So uh, I'm really looking forward to what the four of us can do as a group and, and provide services for players in the community, teams across the province. Again, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's ever been involved in Big Air, that's ever repped the Big Air gear and been proud to be part of what we're doing. I think we did it right. Again, it was a positive atmosphere. I have the players and the coaches to thank for that. A lot of people came out and helped me. They were not being paid. Um, that's That was one of the things with Big Air was that we never charged very much money for players to attend. We wanted to make it affordable and feasible for families. To be honest, I never really benefited financially from it. I, I got some clothing here and there. Uh, I was able to take the coaches out for a breakfast here and there. But other than that, the money that we made basically paid for the fields, paid for the equipment that we had. But um, more so than not, everybody that was involved was a volunteer and, and doing it for, because they love football. And uh, again, I got to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart for that. That was a lot of time, a lot of effort that you put in. And um, I'm thankful that you helped me out there. In terms of the podcast, uh, I've kind of had mixed feelings on what I was going to do with the podcast. Um, I told a number of people that this 50th episode was going to be my last. As I'm doing this, I'm not so sure. I think I'm going to put it on pause for now. We kind of alluded to the fact that at UFA, we're going to take the podcast world, uh, the social media world, the, the video world to a new level, and we're going to do something a little bit different. I feel like I'll be able to do a lot of the things that I want to do on that forum and kind of connect uh, interview styles and that sort of thing. So I'm thinking that that may be the best way for me to kind of do the things that I'm most excited about. I really want to get on the whiteboard with coaches and talk out schemes. I want to learn more for myself. I want to be able to teach more. I want to be able to teach the coaches in the, in the province that don't have a lot of background in the game, um, how to run a basic offense, uh, how we can put together offensive schemes and plays, what a playbook should look like, what are the elements of a playbook, and, and all those sorts of things. Not only for the community to learn, but for me to learn and to get better. That's always our standpoint is that we want to get better ourselves. Uh, the other coaches are going to be part of that. Coach Ewan's heading it up, um, but Coach uh, Blagden and Coach Johnston will be content creators as well, and we'll be able to have multiple different aspects of the game that we're going to be able to show the community and kind of work through. We're hoping to run coaches clinics down the road and uh, and really kind of expand our player and coach development uh, system. So again, I'm going to put the podcast on pause. I'm not going to say it's over, but for right now, it's, it's going to be, I'm going to put it away for now and uh, maybe I'll revisit it at another date. Uh, it's been so much fun to, to interview people. Uh, again, the process was kind of funny because it wasn't something that I ever uh, imagined to, that I was going to do. It was, um, it, it came out of COVID boredom. It really did. Didn't have a lot going on. I was running some online QB courses and I had a different guest for four different weeks of, of online courses. And the first one I recorded was with Jay Prepchuk, who's a quarterback coach out in BC. He's kind of the the man for quarterback camps. He's been doing it for 30 years. Uh, the guy was a tremendous quarterback at SFU back in the 80s and, and got a shot with uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And he's just um, 
just a great person, a great coach. He's a great resource for everybody. So I had him on for the first episode um, of the online series and I'm not great with technology and some things froze up and it just became a disaster. And basically what happened was afterwards, uh, we lost a lot of the content and I, and I really felt bad because he, he said some great things and had some great insights and different things. And I really wanted to get that out to the players because I felt like it was important information. So I apologize to him that, you know, we had issues with the technology and that we, I was hoping that we could re-record. So he was cool about it. We had set it up for a few days later. And leading up to that, I was kind of thinking, you know what, I don't really want to ask him the same questions all over again. So I was kind of exploring different things to ask him. And at the time, again, it was the pandemic. I'm working from home. I'm listening to podcasts all day while I work. And I just had a sort of light bulb moment where I was like, why don't I just try to make this a podcast and see what happens? Uh, I asked Chris Johnston, who's, again, business partner now, but a very good friend of mine, been a best friend of mine for over 20 years and I just ran it by him and he's like, absolutely, take, give it a shot. Why not? So I recorded four episodes uh, with the four guests that I had planned for the online series for Big Air. Didn't know if I was ever going to release those episodes. Uh, I want to apologize to the people in the beginning that were on the show because the podcast was pretty crappy and I was pretty crappy. Uh, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was kind of winging it. Um, but over time, I think it's grown into something very cool. Today being the 50th episode is, is a huge accomplishment. I never thought I would get this far. I, again, I didn't see myself as somebody that would run a podcast and it's opened me up to a lot of different things. It's created relationships with different coaches and players across North America that I wouldn't have had access to otherwise. Um, so I want to thank everybody that's been on. Uh, I've had some tremendous episodes with lots of people. I think our two biggest episodes um, were with, uh, you know, some local guys. I interviewed Jeff Morgan, Chris Boshin, and Brad Sarna on the first season. That was a huge episode, had over 100 views. Um, I think with uh, the second one that I can, you know, off the top of my head, that was a really big one for us was uh, called Special Forces with Corey Huckluck and Sean Gallant, uh, two CFLers that, you uh, you know, or Winnipeg guys, and, and they were awesome to have on. It was a lot of laughs, a great episode. Uh, I know those guys, you know, very well. So um, those were really fun to be able to talk to your friends and be able to, you know, pick their brain about their pro careers and all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's you know, been tremendous. I was able to interview some CFL quarterbacks, Michael O'Connor, uh, previous CFL quarterback, Andrew Buckley, uh, some great coaches, Jeff Steinberg, Jay Prepchuk, Jeff Stead, uh, Steve Samara, uh, you name it, like it's been awesome. A lot, a lot of guys that are pros now, Mason Bennett, Mike Benson. So uh, I feel like I've accomplished a lot. Again, it, it was a ton of fun, and um, I'm gonna put it on pause because we're gonna attack it in a different way. To the people that I've connected in the past about potentially being guests in the future, I think in the new avenue I'll be able to get you on, and we'll be able to do some of those things that I'm really excited to do and kind of take a deeper dive. Um, but I'll never say never that the podcast is over, but for now, I'm just going to put it on pause. So thank you to everybody who listened. Everybody took the time to, to listen to me again. I want to thank everybody who listened, everybody who supported me, all the text messages and emails that were, you know, um, people that had my back that were supporting me, that were, you know, encouraging me to keep going with it and thought it was really cool. So I thank every one of you. It was awesome. It was fun. 
Um, but yes, we are going to kind of move in a little bit of a different direction. And I think, I think I can give you a little bit better content moving forward. So I'm excited about that. Um, the last thing I want to say is I want to thank my dad. Um, my dad has always been my biggest supporter. He listens to every podcast. He, he gives me criticism, gave me crap when I forgot to uh, thank people. And that sort of thing you know he asked me questions about the guests and that sort of thing and took a real interest in it so i'm happy to be able to give my dad 50 episodes of content when he's out walking the dog in the community he can listen to something and and you know hear hear his son talk about football with some other people and i and i know he really enjoyed that so i'm sorry dad uh we'll have to get you on to joe rogan or somebody much better um but uh but i appreciate all that i wouldn't be here without you I wouldn't be in this position with football without you. Uh, just to tell one last story before I let everybody go. I've told this story before on the podcast, but as a youngster, um, the first season I played football, we were out of practice and our coach, uh, Coach Dan Huckluck, who former CFL player, his both his sons, Jason and Corey, I mentioned Corey was on an episode. Uh, Jason has been on some episodes, but those two guys were my best friends growing up. And their dad coached me and my dad kind of helped out on the coaching staff the first year. He wasn't really a football guy, but he helped out because he wanted to be out there with me. And one day after practice, Coach Huck ran us pretty hard, conditioned us really hard. And I was not a tough kid. I was soft mentally. I didn't want to run. I didn't want to work hard. And it was cold. And I remember just being miserable after practice. And, and we got into the van and we were driving home from St. James to Charleswood. And I basically had a pity party moment, broke down. I'm probably crying. I don't re recall exactly, but uh, I remember telling my dad that I wasn't happy with, with playing football and I potentially wanted to quit. And my dad had a moment where he just kind of said to me, you know what, Aaron, you can quit if you want to, but I've made a commitment to this team and I'm going to keep showing up. So you figure out what you want to do. And that moment impacted me greatly because if I was left to kind of make that decision on my own and not have any pushback, I probably would have quit and I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have gained the knowledge or, or the love of the game that I have now. Um, so I have my dad to thank for making me accountable, for making me stick it out, uh, for making me be a man and, and do the right thing. And, and I definitely had, you know, skills in the game and, and he wouldn't let me give up on that. So uh, dad, I love you. I appreciate everything you've done. I appreciate all your support. Still to this day, you're out at every Oak Park game, uh, watching me coach. You're at Haley's basketball games whenever you can get there. So we see it. We love you. Uh, I love, I love my mom too. And my mom supported me all these years as well. Um, so I want to thank, you know, both my parents. I'm, I'm very grateful to have two great parents that have always supported me and, uh, just wanted the best for me. So love you guys. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody for now and leave you with one last thing. Good rep.